0: Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice.
1: And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And
0: welcome back to the Finance Bible Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Oscar and I'm joined with our co-founder of the Finance Bible, Zeke.
1: Mate, it's good to see you again. How have you been going?
0: Yeah, not too bad, just cruising along, you can say. Um, This week was pretty good, just trying to get out of the house, go for some walks. I've probably walked around Sydney about 40 times now in the last month or two.
1: Yeah, it'll be a a quick five kilometre walk, I hope, Uh, nothing more.
0: we'll we'll keep it like that mate we won't go into the uh the specifics yeah that's it it's a logistics conversation (laughs) logistics keyword what about yourself mate. what have you been up to
1: oh i've been getting a little bit of exercise in every morning getting up nice and early trying to make sure we're not just sitting around all day Well, summer is coming it's a habit that a lot of people will be getting into can you get that rig sorted but i've (laughs) I've got a i've got a brand new puppy mate. so it's it's
0: yeah i was going to mention the puppy in this podcast uh, how's that going i've heard you know you've told me you be like a baby you can't really sleep at night
1: oh it's causing some issues around the house like you've got to get up and let them out of the cage like every two hours otherwise you you're cleaning piss and crap all day but you in love she's doing all right no no <laughs> but she she's good what's she's, the name she's getting there we've called her shifu mate right eh? like master shifu right, from kung fu panda oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah not, not sure if it's a good name but uh you know play like, on for that
0: well, yeah. it keeps keeps you busy if you want to ever drop it off to mine feel free
1: yeah i wonder how many people have actually bought dogs during the during the lockdown getting some companions
0: well, look if you do look on your instagram stories in the last few months i reckon you could count at least 50 odd it's gone up yeah <laughs> uh, look anyway enough about you know shifu what yeah. a legend of a dog baller sounds <laughs> it but we'll we'll jump into um what we kind of mentioned at the end of last week's podcast we're going to leveraging. talk about, yeah, leveraging um, and basically how it's so beneficial for building wealth, creating that, you know, the start of your financial freedom.
1: Yeah, leveraging it's really a powerful tool in in order to help people get from A to B, um, A to B being where they are now to where they want to be, obviously, or closer to it.
0: Like in retirement as well, like if, if you're... Thinking about retirement, if you're at that age, um, you know, and you haven't started doing it, leveraging is something which, you know, is extremely beneficial to, in a way it's borrowing debt to invest. Um, It's probably the simplified way of really explaining it.
1: Yeah, I I think it's as simple as you use money that you don't have and- Building- Leverage it into further assets. Now, just touching on assets, obviously, that's not including your own home. It's not including a car. It's not including a credit card. (laughs) (laughs) It's not including any of these kind of things that are actually don't help you financially. Mm. It's more things like shares, investment properties, and that things that will actually create an income for you.
0: Yeah, well, look, when I think of leveraging, I think um, I'm not sure if many people do, but I think solely on investment properties, going to, you know, to the lender and borrowing the funds to actually put it in that property. Um, and over time you know even though you're paying off you're paying off the debt from the rental income of the property or whatever you actually acquire which asset you acquire um, in the long run you'll actually you know you'll gain money um and you know you'll build your wealth more than if you didn't actually borrow that debt Um, we've done a post when was it our third post or um you know on our account about you know the two different situations if you borrowed money to invest in say a property or if you just put it into the ASX over um you know, how many years was it oh, i've not just not sure. done it
1: based on literally one year yeah so all, all it is is you know you've got 150 grand laying around first of all you don't leave it in a bank account well i wouldn't anyway because you'll be looking at one or two percent returns at the moment in the interest rate we're in. Yeah. So we've gone with the two scenarios of, you put it into shares, the average dividend on the ASX at the moment is 4.1%, uh, which is just whipped up off Google. Good and, old Google, mate. No, no uh, dog pile. <laughs> and that provides you with about $6,150 per year as an income. Yeah, now and
0: if talk you, about the, uh, you know, if you put in, if you leverage it.
1: If you leverage that 150K into an asset, uh, like a property and it was worth five hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, sure You've got just over four hundred thousand dollars of debt after you pay your stamp duty and all of that kind of th- stuff But returning the same percentage four point one percent you get twenty two uh, thousand five hundred and fifty dollars per year Which is notably <laughs> about fourteen thousand dollars more per year and that's using the interest rate of two point seven nine percent You'd still end up generating more income, and over time, your asset, which is a larger value, would raise and double in value quicker than the shares due to the, the amount of mm. money it's worth. It's quite it's
0: quite funny how that actually works because a lot of people, uh, you know, when they see debt or a mortgage, they're freaked out. Like no one, obviously, you know, it's it's your natural instinct to be afraid of paying money. Um, a large sum of money as well so it's funny how a lot of people still like don't realize that you know acquiring debt is actually a good thing in the long run if Um, it's for investing yeah if it's for investing but uh, yeah it's just it's just interesting the and it's good to just understand this earlier on you know if you're in your 20s 30s or 40s um, and you're wanting to build build that wealth up over your time especially if you've got a partner or a family wanting to help you know look after your kids in the future Like understanding leverage and how you can benefit from it is literally—it's a game changer. One of our favorites, who we always touch on, it's quite funny—we always touch on him in each podcast. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Look in one of his one of his books and one of his quotes. um, He does touch on all aspects of finance and you know how to build wealth. But there's one quote one quote which stood out, and that is basically: people without leverage work for those with leverage
1: let that sink in
0: let that sink in I'll repeat it again do it people without leverage work for those with leverage
1: what that means is obviously people who aren't leveraging are obviously going to be working to pay money for example rent to the people who have leveraged so for example myself I've leveraged into a property and I know that someone is going to be working to pay me my money back um, plus, some. Like the tenant. Yeah,
0: the tenant.
1: Yeah, the tenant. Yeah. On that note, I meet a lot of clients today who are in their 40s, in their 50s. So they're, they're re- reaching 20 years until preservation age, which is 60 at the moment. Uh, which a lot of people and, think is 65.
0: Yeah. But uh, we'll so, touch on that another time. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop doing that. I'll just touch <laughs> on it now.
1: So your preservation age is 60 in Australia. Basically, the the misconception the media has created is the age that you can get the pension, people think is the age you can access super. Now, the pension age, obviously, it varies per individual. Like There's different birth years where your age changes for mm. being in, enabled to get the pension. For example, 1966, depending when you're born, the age is 67 at the moment. Simply put, preservation age is 60, yeah. and there's other conditions of releases as well, but... Uh, we've we've got a lot of clients who are, or I meet a lot of clients who are uh, reaching twenty that years age. or so until they're going to be at sixty or sixty five retirement age, and they go, well, I don't want to get another yep. investment because I'm obviously going to have debt. I won't pay it off in in the next yeah. twenty years. Having debt in a an investment property isn't a bad thing. The I mean, having no debt would be ideal because happy days.
0: Everything's paid off. You can but live your life.
1: Yeah, like this example shows, you're better off actually having the debt than you are not having the debt. So, what we've done is, we've calculated that the hundred and fifty thousand dollars, after you get the income, would turn into one hundred and fifty six thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, minus interest, it stays at one hundred and uh, fifty six one fifty. Now with the property. It starts at 550000 through the leveraging. The rent is paid, which takes you to 575000 And then you pay the interest, and you get $565,000 at the end of it. So you're still actually making a significant different uh, value long term. So imagine that repeated over, uh, we'll call it a, a loan term of 30 years. It's a big, big difference.
0: Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice.
1: And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry.
0: Zeke, I know you're pretty across your you know, superannuation um, system and how that all works. So the a main question a lot of people you know, want to know is it's you know, well, well and fine to you know, use leveraging in your personal name. But I think when they look to you know, leverage in a, in a super fund or using their super um it becomes a bit fuzzy and you know a lot of people don't really understand if they actually can do you want to touch on you know how that all works in your super and if there's a difference or you know just what the
1: process is well in in super it, it is a different world to your normal world i like to call them two different worlds so completely separate um, each not a lot of correlation so your your personal name leveraging is quite simple in my opinion because you've got uh, your whole income to help service the debt you might have equity in another house um, or you might have a partner with a lot of income as well which can help with the loan you've got low interest rates at the moment which are really uh, beneficial during leveraging low time,
0: yeah all time all time lows the interest rates are at the moment yeah and that's that's you know, good that's why a lot of people are you know getting the properties now even though the housing markets are through the roof um, and the prices but who knows if that's going to drop off probably not it's going to continue continue to peak
1: yeah well even if it drops off a little bit the the volume that we've seen like it's the biggest in 17 years yeah and it's pro- it is projected by multiple banks for example westpac um anz and nab are all tipping it to rise another 16 to 20 percent over the next that's two it. years
0: so no, look you, there's no point sitting and waiting for it to blink of an eye you'll be you know 30 years late 30 years older um and you missed your opportunity so yeah sorry to interrupt mate but
1: keep talking about i don't even know where I was but um (laughs)
0: the super leveraging situation
1: yeah i think i was talking about the interest rate so yeah if you leverage a high amount obviously the interest rate is going to be a big factor so at the moment the interest rates are really low you're looking at maybe 2.8% uh, pending your scenario for for an interest rate at the moment
0: and just touching on interest rates um, compared to personal super interest rates are higher
1: they are yes so uh, not only in super do you need a bigger deposit generally speaking than what you do in your personal name for example in your personal name uh, the most you'd really need as a deposit is yeah, 20 percent normally 20 to 30 uh, percent as a deposit and you've also got to pay all the upfront costs and everything for example stamp duty uh, legal fees and all of that and in in super as well with the property because you you can't do split contracts in superannuation if you're leveraging into property so if you're buying a house and land package in your personal name and the land is one hundred thousand dollars and then the build is six hundred thousand dollars you only pay stamp duty on the hundred thousand dollars of land which is uh, like two and a half thousand dollars or whatever it is one on the percentage uh, base that it's charged but in super you paid the stamp duty on the whole thing because it's one contract uh, so if it's seven hundred thousand it's going to be a seven times more than what you would in personal uh, and then you've also got uh, the interest rates are higher we're talking it it, it changes again per situation but maybe three point five three point eight Generally uh, around mid, mid and, threes. and that will end up going up over time meaning if you're leveraging, it's going to be harder. You might need a bit higher rental return to make it worth it. Um, but the servicing in, in your super is more to do with the the actual contributions going in. So you can lift that by doing salary sacrifice, also save some tax as well. Yeah, um,
0: but you know, with, with your super and looking to invest in super, um, it's obviously a great tool for funding your retirement and basically paying yourself an income or in a way replacing your current income um but you know i believe and i know you you're a big you know believer of this as well to focus you know first in your personal name mm-hmm. um you know get that sorted especially when you're young because like we said before you don't get paid from your super fund until you're 60. correct so you know if you obviously well, at earliest, earliest pending
1: transition to retirement and yeah. other Conditions of release. Like who knows what's back. going to happen. We'll but call it sixty. At the moment,
0: right now, it's sixty. Yeah. Um, and you know, you obviously, the balance of your super fund as well. You've got to build that up over time and have a certain amount of funds in that to actually have a deposit in in your super fund. So once you've got that amount in there, that's great.
1: In in super too, you've got to have to get approved for the loan. You've got to have a liquidity buffer. So not only a higher deposit and higher stamp duty, right. most likely. But you've also got to have a liquidity buffer, like a percentage of the funds have to remain not invested in the property yeah. to get approved for the loan. Mm. So that, that can be $40,000 that you've got to have on top of the deposit just to, to meet servicing for, for a loan.
0: Yeah, and the super conversation, it's, it's a very in-depth, you know, there's so many different avenues with super and the lending behind super and, you know, replicating your income. We do next week is basically just solely on the super conversation. So we'll jump through um, we'll jump through all those hoops and actually dive into them head first and explain everything. We we'll also pop some every Monday what we're also doing is on our page, we're going to post just a forum uh, on our Instagram story just for any questions that you guys have. So every Monday morning we'll post it if you have any questions, just reply and we'll answer them um, Monday night, Monday afternoon and even if, you know, some get us quite ticking we'll talk about them in the podcast that week um you know if they're a great question but yeah every monday if you do have something that pops up over the weekend or from the podcasts on sunday nights just pop that in the comments
1: if we get enough in-depth questions that we need to answer we just can, do a question we might line. even do a a podcast every few weeks of like a QA and a session. Yeah. And we just build up a bigger list of questions, and go even, over them.
0: And look, even if you want to ask some personal questions such as if Zeke ended up getting that dress last week that you were talking about, mate, <laughs> you know,
1: we, we can talk about
0: that. Yep, we, Did we you can. actually end
1: up getting that dress? Well, did you end <laughs> up getting on the punt
0: or...? <laughs> I didn't get on the winnings, that's for sure. <laughs> Got on the soy lattes. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I reckon that's kind of... In a way, leveraging. Um, it's quite in depth, but that's kind of the simplified way and how it works and the benefits for it long term. Um, do you have anything else you kind of want to touch on, Zeke? Or... Well, uh,
1: I liked where you were going before saying we're believers to do it in your personal name first. You want to touch on that again? Yeah, now on that, I think if you can build up the income you're receiving in your personal name and kickstart it, the concessional contribution limit at the moment. What you can contribute uh, pre-tax to your super annuation fund at the moment is $27,500 a year. If you can build up that passive income in your personal name and then start throwing the surplus rent into your super, yeah. not only does it carry tax benefits, but it builds up your super quicker no, and enables you to be able to go in your super quick as well. So that, that's one strategy that's possible to do. Uh, There's a lot of different strategies out there, but... uh, You can
0: escape the rat race.
1: Mm, Like we said, week one. Yeah, don't be a hamster (laughs) in the hamster wheel. (coughs) Running around in circles, paying off the home loan as quick as you can, don't do it.
0: Use leveraging to get out of it and enjoy your freedom all right and unfortunately that brings us to the end of yet another finance bible podcast we hope you did enjoy it and get quite a bit of information out of this episode Um, as always if you do have any friends families colleagues um, even acquaintances that you know would think benefit from this podcast or our posts um, share our details with them and get them to you know jump on board or even have a little podcast date with yourself and you know sit under a candlelight dinner and just listen to the finance bible boys go Get ahead cute
1: and educated at the same time who would have thought <laughs> well join us next week for another uh, deep dive into superannuation we'll go a bit further into that realm until then keep budgeting keep investing and keep listening adios ciao